Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Thank you, Shippy. And hey, I think hey, you, made a, you made a great decision to go shoes off for the fourth. I just looked back there and he's wearing sunglasses. <laughs> I want to feel like I'm still by the pool. <laughs> like everybody else. Shoes off, sunglasses on, I'm ready to party. Oh, Shippy, I love you. I love you. It's the Ben and Skin Show, 105.3 The Fan. Uh, happy fourth, everybody. We got lots of good stuff coming up. We're taking uh, your top important 4th of July questions on the Twitter, at KT Fun Tweets. Hit them up. We'll get to those at 420. And then at 5 o'clock, we're going to do the classic take call segment, which is known as out here in America. On the 4th of July. A little segment called. Tell us what you're thinking. Tell us what you're thinking. We'll load up the phones at 5 o'clock. Can't wait. If you want to react to the Mavs stuff we just did, if you want to talk about Zeke, if you want to talk about the Rangers, you want to talk about the 4th, what you're uh, taking a page out of the uh, G-Bag Nation. What you're, uh, tell me what you're drinking. Tell me what you're thinking. What you're grilling. What you're chilling. <laughs> Whatever. What you're drinking. What you're thinking. Just. What's this next segment, Kevin? Tell us what you are thinking and tell us what you are drinking. <laughs> so as you know, um, everybody loves list. That's right. And uh, movie right. movie watching is a sport. Sure is. So we're gonna keep the sports talk rolling with this list I found on a mental floss. Brand Did you new think list. Pluto was a planet when you were a kid. Great Not time for that. For that 420, we send, your, send your question to KT Fun Tweets, and we'll get into it. Top 20 movies of the 90s. All right? Mm-hmm. Now, me, I've told you, you know I, I like a limited uh, amount of movies. <laughs> and I've seen a limited amount of movies. You're more of a TV show guy. I'm a TV show guy. Yeah. Not a movie guy. Yep. Number 20 on the list is a movie I never saw. Shippy's going to know what it is. Skin won't know what it is, I guess. We'll see. This movie did poorly in the box office. It is animated. It was called The Iron Giant. I saw it. Oh, yeah. No, I did not see it. <laughs> I did. did not. I thought I saw it, and then I realized I did not. Now, it's about a boy who becomes friends with a robot in the middle of Cold War paranoia. Oh, so, spoiler alert. So, pretty good. Everyone, go take your kids to that one. This has uh, Wolverine in it, doesn't it? Ah. Uh, I don't know. Is this a <laughs> Japanese movie? Number 19, Fight Club. Oh, oh yeah. my God. You guys have seen that, right? I've oh, seen Fight Club. Yeah. Yeah, and also, guys, I want you to keep up with the check off how many. What? Check off. Yep. Okay. How yep. many of these movies you've seen? Okay, okay so, so far I'm uh, one for you. Uh, just tally it, right? Just put a tally. Yep. Yeah, so stop yelling at me. Okay, so, so I'm one for two. Or Fight, two for two. Fight Club came out in the fall of 1999. And the reason I know that is because a bunch of incredible movies all came out at the same time and got me really excited because I was going back to college to study film. And Fight Club was incredible. Absolutely blew me away. So good. And now is the first time I realized, man, Brad Pitt's kind of a badass. I didn't, I didn't, I just thought he was like a pretty boy. I didn't know he was a great actor. Him and Ed Norton in that movie. <laughs> That's the first time I realized that Ed Norton looks like Senor Sean Penn. <laughs> Senor Sean Penn. But, dude, that's a, that's an incredible <laughs> flick. I love that movie. Number 18, The Matrix. Oh, yeah. I've seen it, and I think it's fine, but I don't love it as much as everybody else does. Oh, too it's much a, Keanu? It's a cool concept. I like it. I just, I think a lot of people just kind of just blew them away. And for me, it's like, all right, it's pretty good sci-fi. I get it. Number 17, the 1998 movie, The Thin Red Line. That is, you guys would hate that movie. Never seen it. Uh, it's really, it's, it's kind of a, what I guess you would call that an impressionistic movie, 
It's a guy. It's a guy named Terrence Malick, mm-hmm. and that was just like his, I believe, his third movie in twenty something years. He made a really, really uh, important movie in the early seventies that had Sissy Spacek and uh, uh, what is the dude? Uh, Emilio Estevez's dad, Mar- Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen, oh. and it was the. It was based on a true story about a young couple that went on a killing spree, and it was the inspiration for the later Oliver Stone movie with Mickey and Mallory. What was that called? You guys saw that? Uh, Mickey? No. Yes. What? Mickey Woody, and Mallory. Woody Harrelson and uh, what was that stupid movie called? Dude, I'm not trying to lay out on you. I'm just like, yeah, you yeah, guys. It's an Oliver Stone movie with Woody Harrelson, Woody Harrelson. and Juliette Lewis. You guys never saw that. I'm looking Robert at Downey Jr. Natural Born Killers. Natural Born Killers. Yep. Boom. It was the impetus for Natural Born Killers, which Quentin Tarantino wrote, and then hated what Oliver Stone did with it. But he was inspired by that Terrence Malick movie from, and then uh, he made another one in the late '70s, and then didn't make a movie for like 20 years. And when he came back, he made The Thin Red Line, which is about. Dudes thinking about their experiences in war. It had like Sean Penn, all these big senor. Yeah, it's it's very slow. Senor Sean Penn. It's a very very slow movie. It's got these. So you saw it? I saw it. It, It's an art. (laughs) It's an art film, dude. Well, why did they release it the same year as Number Sixteen, Saving Private Ryan? Oh, Shaving Pro. That's uh, you couldn't find two completely more different movies than that. Like about the same. But they're war movies. Right. 16, I'm guessing, is Saving Private Ryan, a little more uh, gory, a little more graphic. It's just more literal. Um, a little more Tom Hanks in your face? Yeah. I mean, it's like a definitive storyline, It's and that movie's a lot more visceral, too. If you've seen that movie, you know what the first 10 to 15 minutes of it are like. So I made the I made the weirdest decision. I saw Natural Born, or I'm sorry, I saw uh, uh, Saving Private Ryan in the theater the same day that I also saw something about Mary in the theater. So we saw something about Mary earlier in the... It is so great. Before you had kids, you could do stuff like this. We saw something about Mary, and we laughed our asses off. And then we saw a 10 o'clock feature of Saving Private Ryan. And by the time that thing was over, I felt like I'd been to war. Like, I was so exhausted. Hey, that's offensive. It was just... It just whipped your ass. Number 15, Titanic. I've seen that. I'm out on it. Uh, so Why I've seen, are you on that? It's just, it's so overrated. I, I never th- saw it. It was like three different VHS t- tapes to get through it. <laughs> it was a and three. that is when I'm out. It was a three pack. Uh, 14. Waiting for Guffman. Waiting for Guffman's <laughs> awesome, dude. So 1996. How have I never heard of this before today? You know who, you know what it is, right? Spinal Tap Guys? It's the Spinal Tap Guys. Um... And it's a play on uh, Waiting for Godot, which is a surrealistic play. That's what Elvis was doing. Yeah. I mean, uh, Zeke was doing, kind of yeah. Waiting for Godot. No, that's a different, <laughs> different, different thing. But uh, it's about local It's about local theater. And so they do the whole fake documentary uh, thing. It's really, really good. It's really funny. Number 13, 1997's The Sweet Hereafter. Okay, so The Sweet Hereafter is made by, if it's what I think it is, does it say who the filmmaker is? Uh, Adam Egoyan. Yeah, yeah, Adam Egoyan. He is a Canadian. Ah. And I think that is the movie about a guy who bonds with a stripper after his kids disappear. Nice. Classic. Yeah. The top 20 movies of the I 90s. Think that's what that according is. According to Mental Floss. That's some of that stuff we'll just go with together. it. Number 12, Boogie Nights. That should be in the top five. I mean, if the Mavs sign him, yeah, I think there could be some Boogie Nights. You guys have seen Boogie Nights, right? Uh Uh-uh. No. I seriously think that's one of the five best movies of that decade. 
So that's Paul Thomas Anderson's first really big feature. He had a small feature before that. And that is when everybody knew that uh, Mark Wahlberg was not just a bad rapper. Like yeah, he's, no, a, he's a real deal. He's incredible in that. And it's it's loosely the John Holmes story. The okay. porn star with a giant dong that got all mixed up in cocaine. That's an amazing freaking movie, dude. That movie's incredible. Number 11, Fargo. Fargo's the top. Dude, Fargo's so good. I watched Fargo, the original, finally about a month ago. How'd it strike you? It's good. I love I love William H. Got, Macy. He ain't got nothing on Fargo season two. That skin hasn't watched, right? Is that- skin has yet to see that. I'm going to this weekend. <laughs> You'd be watching it right now. He won't get to it. Dude, nope. Fargo's an incredible flick. Number 10. They're bef- killing it. This is a great decade. Number 10, Before Sunrise. Uh, okay, so that is Linkletter. Richard Linkletter, and that's part of a trilogy of Ethan Hawke and uh, what's her name, Julie Delpy. Mm-hmm. She is a, I think she's a French actress, but it's about rendezvous. Oh. Uh, so there's uh, Before Sunrise, Before Sunset, and then they just did another one not too long ago. Uh, number nine, Pump Friction. That should be higher. I'm sorry, Pulp Fiction. That should be higher. A little Pulp Friction? I'd like to make a prediction. Uh, usual Suspects will be on this list. Pulp Fiction should be higher. You say so. That movie comes on, and I still watch just about every time it comes on. Number eight. I've never seen it. You've never seen Pulp Fiction? Really? Mm. I've even seen Pulp Fiction. Dude, so listen to how crazy. You haven't seen it either? No, I have. It's crazy exhilarating. I need to watch it again. It's so good in the theater because when that... I guess it is it Dick Dale that surf song that the Black Eyed Peas sampled. When that comes uh, when that comes ripping through the screen, it is just electric. It's a great that's great filmmaking. Dude. Fun fact: all the clocks in Pulp Fiction are set at four twenty. Ah. Is that right? Yeah. Stoner. Number eight, Schindler's List. <laughs> uh, one of the fun. No, that's a that's a great Seinfeld episode though. Where they're <laughs> talking about the. Going on a date to see Schindler's List. Uh, so that's Spielberg's probably most important movie to him that he made. To him? Yeah. I would more think important so. than Jurassic Park? I think so. And E.T. What could be better than that? Number seven, Raise the Red Lantern. I've not seen that. I don't know what that is. Well, it's a foreign film by Gong Li. Not Ang Lee? I don't no, know. Number six, Unforgiven. Clint Eastwood. Dudes, got an admission to make. I've never seen Unforgiven. Really? Never seen Gene either. Hackman, Morgan Freeman? Didn't Clint, East, Clint Eastwood in that, or did he say Which you got? Thanks, Clint. I'm not um, a big Western guy, but I realize I should have seen that. It says, uh, yeah, so that's that's really all it says, so I don't know, man. No, there's too much on You're that. You're nailing this. <laughs> Number five, The Beauty and the Beast. I feel like I've seen it. I've never, seen that one. I've never seen it. I've Yellow. seen it. I thought it sucked. Pretty good. In your face, Shippy. Why ah. is she trying to hang out with a wolf man? Is that the Just one? Just like date a human. Like, I don't understand. Is that the one where... Uh, it's true love, Kevin. Ah, well, like, you just love your dog. You don't get married to it. Is that the one where the genie looks like uh, the Fresh Prince? No, it's Aladdin. Okay. And Aladdin was <laughs> awesome. Okay. Beauty and the Beast was weird. Number four, Boys in the Hood. Incredible flick. So good. 1990, I guess, right? Or was it 91? Probably 1991. 91. Ice Cube was awesome in it. John Singleton burst on the scene. That was a big, big movie when it came out. Number three, Silence of the Lambs. Great flick. Jonathan Demme. Uh, Everyone always remembers the incredible performance from Anthony Hopkins. Uh, But that is a badass flick. By the way, if you're a music head, Jonathan Demme 
did the Talking Heads concert movie, Stop Making Sense. I need to see that. It's so good. Jonathan so- Demi Moore? Jonathan Demi Moore. It also it starts like very small, and then by the end of the film, they keep adding stuff to the stage, and it's a full band and a giant production. Number two, To Sleep With Anger. Uh, hold 1990. on. 1990. Wait. Just, oh, oh, hold on. Hold on. That is uh, Charles... Oh, God. What is the... Uh, Burr. Charles what? Burr. Burr. Burnett. Yeah, Charles Burnett. Yep. That is uh, that is African-American independent cinema. Charles Burnett is was a very... Starlet? Um, uh, t- uh, Charles Dutton? Wait. No. Uh, Charles Dutton. No. Uh, Rock. No? no. Who was it? Danny Glover. Oh, Danny Glover. That's right. My bad. Yeah, dude, that's crazy that that's on that list. That's a pretty obscure little film. And according to this list, the number one movie of the 90s. Give it to me. Goodfellas. No complaint. That's top three all-time movie for me. That movie's incredible. Oh, yeah. Goodfellas is... Never seen it. I really think that you guys... I understand if you guys would get bored with The Godfather. I love it, but I get it. But I can't imagine you guys wouldn't love Goodfellas. I said there a lot of, uh, you talking to me? I mean, there's some of that. Uh, hey, good, good fell of that list. You really need to see Goodfellas and Pop. I'm about to go break in this kid's house. He's left home alone. Are you talking to me? That's a different movie. <laughs> I'm I'm guaranteeing you though. Usual suspect. You got should've. a problem talking up with my cousin Vinny? Usual suspect should have been on there. Utes? Did you say Utes? Usual suspect should have been on that. I've list. seen four of those. Really? I've seen. Five. I think I've seen 17 or 16 of them. Yeah, you, were, you did real well. I think I lost count, though, towards the middle. I forgot I was supposed to keep marking them up, so I might have six. Okay. Well, you guys should watch all those movies this weekend and get back to me. I'm watching eh. them right now. All right, so, so Independence Day wasn't on the list. No, it didn't make it, man. Wow. Should have. Happy just... Gilmore and Billy Madison, Tommy Boy, somehow left out. Ace Ventura, Dumb and Dumber. Wow. Jeez. The By mask, the way. The mask. Those people clearly hate laughing. Dude, the limey. Limey should have been on there. You guys ever see Flubber? Dude, how was X not in on there? Flubber wasn't that great. I love Flubber. That's Spike Lee, Flubber. Rookie of the year, though. Rookie of the year is pretty good. How long is this commercial break coming up? Uh, let me see. We got 11. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.